Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Thankful Homemaker is a blog and podcast created to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. Thankful Homemaker provides truth-filled, gospel-driven encouragement to homemakers who amid their ordinary days desire to honor and glorify God in all things. Come visit thankfulhomemaker.com for the latest articles and podcasts. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or on your favorite podcast catcher. So ladies, pop in your headphones as you're doing dishes, cooking dinner, or folding laundry, and sit with me, host Marcy Farrell, as we chat together on how God's Word impacts everything we do as Christian women. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. You're listening to Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives, Women Who Fear the Lord. I am your host, Isabel LeBron. Welcome once again to Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives, Women Who Fear the Lord. We are glad you have joined us today. Today, we will be answering the question, how to deal with discouragement and how to surrender to the Lord. This is a two-part question. In these past several months, we have all dealt with discouragement. And to be honest, from the beginning of time, after the fall, many saints who have walked before us dealt with discouragement. All you need to do is open your Bible, and there you will find many saints who cried out to the Lord when they were discouraged. I think we would all agree one particular saint who faced discouragement was David. As you read First and Second Samuel, there you will see how David continually had a life that would cause anyone to feel discouraged, from Saul who attempted to kill him, his own son Absalom who conspired to take the kingdom from him. We see this in Second Samuel 15. David spent much of his time on the run and lived a life on the defense. However, as we open up the Psalms, we see a man who, despite all the discouragement, continued to trust the Lord and worship him. One particular psalm is Psalm 3. Here we have David who had to flee from his son Absalom. For those who are not familiar with the story, we find Absalom in 2 Samuel 15 who turns the hearts of the people towards him. David was busy with other matters and the people became resentful. It was a perfect opportunity for Absalom to win the people to himself. We see in verse 12 of 2 Samuel 15 that the conspiracy grew stronger and the people of Absalom kept on increasing. David is told that the hearts of the men of Israel had gone after Absalom. So David tells the servants he is with to arise and let us flee or else there will be no escape from us from Absalom. Can you imagine your own son betraying you the way Absalom did? Talk about feeling discouraged. However, in spite of it all, David writes this Psalm, Psalm 3, which says, O oh Lord, how many are my foes. Many are rising against me. Many are saying of my soul, there's no salvation for him in God. But you, O oh Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I woke again for the Lord sustained me. 
I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek, you break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. This short psalm gives us direction how to deal with discouragement. We never have to go outside God's word for instruction. Notice first that David begins by acknowledging his circumstances. He doesn't make them seem less than what they are. He says, many are my foes. Many are rising against me. Maybe you don't have an enemy coming after you, but we as believers do have real enemies, whether it is the world around us or the spiritual world and even our own flesh. At times in my own life, I can feel discouraged when I continue to have trial after trial come. Sometimes I feel like I cannot catch my breath. I know you all have been there, but God has been faithful to sustain me and encourage me through his word and the ministry of the saints around me. Now we arrive at verse 3, and we see David had such confidence in the Lord's protection. He says, But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, my lifter of my head. David had such a resolve and understanding it is the Lord who will protect him. When we are discouraged, do we have this kind of resolve? Are we confident that it's the Lord who will protect us? Or are we people who get tossed to and fro anytime we feel discouraged? One thing that has always been helpful for me is to remember all the wonderful deeds the Lord has done in the past, the way he has carried me through the storm. There is something in the sin that remains in us that tends to only want to remember the bad memories we have. We have to be diligent to remember how God has brought us through times of discouragement before. For me, it has been all the answered prayers the Lord has granted me during my cancer treatment, according to his will. Make it a habit to recall his wonderful deeds. If you can, write them down. That way you can always revisit them. David knew the Lord heard his prayers. In verse 4, he says, I cried out loud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. Isn't it wonderful that we serve a God who hears the prayers of his people? Just as a child will cry out to his father when in distress, how much more should we be crying out to the Lord when we are discouraged? Psalm 18.6 is another psalm that David wrote when he was rescued from Saul and his enemies. And this has been the psalm I have meditated on as I've dealt with countless doctor's appointments. He says in this psalm, In my distress, I called upon the Lord. To my God, I cried for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. And my cry to him reached his ears. Once again, we see David knew God heard his prayers. For me, it's comforting to know that God hears my prayers. Now, this doesn't mean God will answer according to your wants, but according to his will. We understand we are to pray to the Lord and make our requests known to him, as seen in the book of Philippians. This is a very familiar part of scripture, and you probably have it memorized. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. When you read that passage of scripture, you see the command to pray. But what is the promise you see? 
The promise isn't that he is going to answer it according to your requests. The promise is that no matter how the Lord answers it, he will protect your mind and heart in Christ Jesus. So no matter what is making you feel discouraged, you can hold on to the promise that God will protect your mind and heart. I think about this often. If the Lord would allow me to feel the weight of my heartache, I definitely would break, but he doesn't. He protects me so I could endure. I would encourage you to cry out to the Lord when discouraged. Be careful not to get too self-absorbed in your circumstances. Our discouragement can turn quickly into sin if we're not careful. I love verse 5. It's my favorite verse in this psalm. David says, I lay down and slept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. David slept. Now you might just read past that, but just think about it for a moment. When you're discouraged, do you tend to sleep well at night? I sure don't. If anything, I toss and turn, but David knew God was protecting him, and in spite of his circumstances, he could rest. Oh, how I want to be more like David in his unshakable trust in the Lord. This short psalm shows us how in the most discouraging circumstances we could trust and worship God. You know I always like to give you resources if you like. A more in-depth look into this psalm, I would recommend Treasuries of David, a commentary on Psalm 3 by Charles Spurgeon. You can find this on YouTube. The second part of this question was how to surrender it to the Lord. First, I would tell you to focus on God's promises and also to pray. I have found that when I pray to the Lord and confess that I'm feeling discouraged and confess my unbelief, the Lord has been kind to give me peace. God knows your heart and he knows how frail we are, and yet he continues to welcome us into fellowship through the reading of his word, prayer, and the fellowship of the saints. Now, here are just a few practical things I've done to help me in times of discouragement especially during these past eight months of active cancer treatment and other trials that have arised. I'm going to be completely honest with you, ladies. I'm very familiar with feeling discouraged. As I prepared to answer this question, I woke up one morning feeling really discouraged. I found this was the sweet providence of God that I would be preparing to answer this question while feeling discouraged myself. As I laid in bed in the morning, I felt the weight of my heartache. The first thing I did was pray. I pleaded with the Lord to give me the strength and joy that could only come from Him. I knew at that moment I had a choice to make. Either wallow in my bed or get out of my bed and read God's Word and pray. I was thankful I chose to have time in God's Word and prayer. The next thing I did was call my husband and confess to him how I was feeling. He was kind to remind me of God's promises and also remind me this isn't my home. I find when I confess my struggle to someone else, God is faithful to bring encouragement to my heart. Throughout the rest of the day, I made it my aim to focus on things that are above and not below, as Colossians 3 says. Whether that was a book I was reading or a sermon I was listening to, I also made it a point to look outside myself and check on some sisters in Christ that I know are struggling themselves. That day was a constant battle to choose what would bring God the most glory. By the end of the day, I felt much better, and it wasn't because my circumstances changed. It was because God used all those means of grace to minister to my heart. Just know that whatever circumstances are causing you discouragement, God's Word says it's for our good and His glory. Hold on to that promise. God doesn't make mistakes. He will use it for His eternal purposes. Rejoice that you, my sister, are part of His eternal plan. I pray this time was a blessing and that it glorified our Lord Jesus Christ. Until next time, ladies.